Hi, I'm Ildiko Spinfisher. I'm the founder of Life Retuning, a psychological human energy based modality which sidesteps the mind. I'm known as the Quantum Wizard. I work with heart-centered entrepreneurs globally to unlock their greatest potential and upgrade their success. I run workshops and courses teaching about energy wisdom. I feel blessed to have the opportunity to share with you on the Be Woke podcast show. And I want to thank you for being here with us today. Hi everyone, my name is Julie Salant and I am an animal communicator and transformational intuitive coach. My gift is that I am able to see negative energies that are blocking you and remove them with light language and bring in positive energy to bring you back into alignment. I'm also an animal communicator and I really love talking with Ildiko because she brings the science to what our discussions are and I'm the intuitive part. Thank you for being here. We're looking forward to having you on all the podcasts. Thanks so much. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Be Woke podcast show with Julie Salant and me, Ildiko Spinfisher. And we are taking the theme of raising your vibrations. At the moment, it's winter. You know, we've got stagnating energy. We can maybe feeling a bit low, a bit sorry for ourselves. So uh, Julie and I are here to give you some tips and tools on how to raise your vibration, your well-being state, and your mood. So today we're going to be discussing the energy centers uh, that you may know of as chakras. Julie. Absolutely. Thank you, Ildiko. So we are thrilled that you are here with us on the Be Woke podcast. Uh, a little bit of an introduction. I have a very kind of funny story for you. If you don't know what chakras are, they are points on the body that have been identified long, long ago um, as circular centers that are fields of energy. When these, these can get blocked, they can get stuck uh, just from energetic gunk. Um, and when they do get stuck, well, they start at the, the top of your, well, the ones that I know start at the top here, but Ildiko will go down all the way down to your pelvis area. Um, when they do get stuck, they cause a lot of issues and problems in your life, both energetically, vibrationally, which really can hinder you. I have a funny small story just to start this off. For those of you that are not believers of chakras or don't know what a chakra is, I have my first uh, chakra retuning from a Native American woman and I went in and I knew that I felt kind of stuck and down and heavy in my vibration, but I wasn't really, I was just new in my journey. So I, I didn't believe in chakras. I thought they were a bunch of gunk. I thought they were woo woo. I thought they were stupid. Do these things even really work? So I went in and she said, that's okay. I'm not going to try and change your mind. When she, after she did some Reiki on me, she opened my chakras up. I got up off that table and I said, I feel like a new person energy was flowing through me because the energy flows through the chakras. Yeah. So when the energy gets stuck, for instance, in your throat chakra, you might have a problem speaking your truth or you feel that you're not connecting with people. So I got up and I said, you know what? I do believe in it now because I can feel it. They are real. And we are here today to discuss your chakras and how they can impact your life and how knowing about them and knowing how to clear them and the sensitivities to them will be a little bit more information for you to be more enlightened. 
Yeah, absolutely. As Judy said, um, they are energy centers and uh, they are found in various parts of your body. But also uh, I work with a 13 chakra system. So some of those chakras came online for me within the energy work that uh, I do with, uh, with the um, human energy field database. Um, and so uh, as it stands right now, it may change in the future, but right now there are 13. <laughs> and uh, it's an ever-changing landscape with life retuning with the way I work. I never say, you know, that's it, we're finished. It's not a finite system. It's just an ever-evolving system. As our consciousness rises on this planet, as things are changing, we're moving much more into the fifth dimension, which we'll talk much more about in our coming episodes but yes. just touch on it that it's a different way of living the more we're doing that the more energy centers or chakras are becoming available to us to work with and this is what's happened over the last couple of years um, some more of these energy centers have revealed themselves to me so today what I want to do um, is to go through uh, for you all of these energy centers and explain and talk about how they can show up in our lives. Um, and it will give you a little bit of a guidance to what might be blocked or uh, need to be worked with. Uh, as we talked about in a, uh, a couple of episodes ago, um, color is a very, very good way of uh, using vibrations to raise a chakra's frequency if you identify that that is the one that seems to be low and slow on uh, on your uh, in your system so the first chakra that uh, I work with is called the earth chakra so if you're sitting down or you're you know walking around it's located a foot below your actual physical feet so if you focus your intention an attention down a foot below your feet that's where the earth chakra um, resides and it's because it's not in your uh, physical realm some of these chakras uh, the, the color associations are a challenge to bring into our third dimensional reality to say oh I see that color you know because we're not because it's not happening on that level so this is where it gets a little bit complicated yes but the earth chakra, the way I see it, um, there are two colors that um, are sort of bound together. One of them is sort of a, a turquoisey color and the other is a brown. So these two colors uh, I've been shown are sort of bound together. It's quite, quite interesting um, because it's different from the other chakras, which are pure color chakras. But this one is, um, yeah, it's a special chakra in many different ways. So what does it uh, represent in our lives? Um, if your earth chakra is locked, if you can imagine um, a, a bath where you've uh, put the plug in and you fill it with water. Now, if you walk away and you leave that water for a couple of weeks, when you come back, that's going to be pretty icky. Yeah. There's going to be things in there that you don't want to be certainly not taking a bath in. Yes, very stagnant. <laughs> Yeah, stagnant because you had a plug in the water. It wasn't, it's not going anywhere. So the earth chakra, if it is locked for you, will 
start to um, stagnate your entire energy system. Uh, so what you need to do is take the plug out. Um, so the earth chakra is about shifting sands in your life. Uh, you may be in a limbo state between um, jobs, for instance, or if you are moving somewhere, you haven't quite left where you live and you're not quite living where you're going to. So you're in this kind of shifting sand state and because our minds hate uh, anything that is um, not concrete, not set, you know, it's the unknown. Our minds cannot deal with that. They don't like it. Mm. So our energy field is also affected by this sort of uncomfortable state of, well, I'm neither one thing nor another. So that's when the earth chakra quite often can shut down and we lose our connection to magnetic earth. Um, one of the other reasons why uh, earth chakra might be blocked is because nowadays in you know, modern times, we all wear shoes. So if you have a rubber sole, um, it is actually disconnecting you from earth center energy. Um, so one of the great things to do is uh, go barefoot as often as possible, have that connection in with the, the earth. Um, there's uh, there's a book written about earthing and uh, I've read quite a lot about earthing. So uh, apparently earthing and being in connection with the, uh, the, the soil, the actual earth, uh, helps to drop levels of inflammation, for instance, chronic inflammation in the body. So it has many, many beneficial um, effects on us if we connect back in with the earth energy um, but certain your earth chakra if it is blocked and locked um, will mean that you have a stagnant energy field so just be aware that you if you're in a sort of limbo state in your life anywhere then you might be finding that uh, you need to get that earth chakra unlocked and I, I just want to add in that actually um, this is the one you had unlocked for me the other day correct yes so what happened to me as an entrepreneur, sometimes we are always transforming, as Ildiko said, we are never just in one static vibration. We're always transforming as humans, vibrationally, energetically. So if you are leveling up your business, which I am, so I am, uh, but you're not leaving behind the old stuff. You may just be slightly changing your focus. So you are still in that state of flux. You're still got a little bit of resonance of you know, who you are, but you've also got some energy over on this side of where you're switching your focus to or adding in more to your plate, my earth chakra had gotten locked. And as soon as she opened it, I literally felt the energy flowing up through my feet. And maybe I just wanted to say, maybe that's so uh, why I feel so good when I go to the beach. Yes. Your, your, your feet are in the sand and that's shifting. So it just feels really good so Definitely. i just wanted well, to kind of throw that in there yes yeah, so uh, you're you're right because apparently wet sand is the best um thing to be walking on is it so, yes it is oh. so you and me are very blessed because i live five minutes walk from my beach and you're yes, really and i'm close to the beach too so, it's amazing you know you're in the states and i'm here in the uk but we got the same we <laughs> the same do <laughs> we do 
say But yes. I could immediately feel the difference when she opened that chakra. I felt the energy flowing in both feet up into my being. And I think I just wanted to illustrate that sometimes it's not, it can be a physical move. It can be a change in partnerships. It can be a change in jobs, but it can also be a subtle shift in you transforming into your higher self and ascension and consciousness. Yeah, that's right. And at the moment, you know, there's a lot of big energy shifts and sensitive people are feeling them uh, a lot. So, you know, me personally, <laughs> I'm just checking with my earth chakra and just, uh, you know, open that if uh, I'm feeling a bit headachey or, or, you know, my energy is compromised in some way, shape or form. Um, that will be the first uh, port of call to to check in, you know, to check in with. Yes. Um, so yeah, it's a very very important key chakra. Um, so move, moving on up, um, the chakra that you may very well know about, the root chakra, the one that is located at the base of the spine. Um, this one is uh, vibrating with the color red. And um, we already mentioned uh, red in various ways. It's associated with um, tribal energy, belonging. It's about uh, physical security and safety in our lives. So if you have anything going on around, you know, belonging to a group and things are not quite working out, um, or you're carrying any anger from the past with regards to maybe family situations or any other groups like you know previous workplace that you belong to and it's unresolved um, if you have lower back pain regularly or tight thighs then it may very well be uh, that your earth chakra is locked so these are the indications this is the way the chakras can be a roadmap to healing we can use them as a roadmap to healing it can I ask you a quick question? Is your root chakra yeah. strong? Are there chakras that are stronger than others? In other words, is your root and earth chakra stronger in terms of how it affects you versus other chakras, or do they all have the same carry the same weight? Not really, um, but it's uh, it's important to say here that every seven years of our life, uh, a next chakra will take precedence in the oh. vibrational strength that affects our lives. So we start with the root chakra, which is, if you think about it, for, for a young child up to the age of seven, the family is very important. It's the tribal energy, you know, learning to belong, learning to uh, think the same, behave the same as the group, the yes. tribe. And it's at seven years old that the energy flips over to the sacral chakra, which is about I, in identity my personal power. So that's when a lot of uh, challenges can happen in our lives because we are learning about ourselves as individuals. And, you know, parents can find that very difficult to cope with. Yes. Um, again, 14 years old, it flips over to the solar plexus becoming the dominant energy in our lives, which is the seat of our emotions. So mm. all the way through our life, we, we are every seven years changing dramatically because of the vibrational state that becomes dominant. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah. I did not yeah. know that. Okay. That makes sense yeah. though. It does, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, because every absolutely. time there's an, uh, an upheaval, that's when you're changing a chakra, which I didn't even realize was happening. 
but it makes perfect sense. When you're young, you're trying to fit in, learn the ropes. This is the way we do it as parents. But then you become more of an individual and it continues Mm. along as your consciousness change and you evolve emotionally and spiritually. Yeah. 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 Did not know that. That's so So interesting. I think it would be, it's 21, isn't it? That's seven years on from the uh, solar plexus, the heart chakra, when relationships become very important in our lives. Very much so. Uh, Romantic relationships, you know, looking for that partner that's going to fulfill our needs. So the heart chakra is all about uh, relationships, human level relationships, Uh, not just with partners, but um, also with our parents, with our siblings, with our friends, you know, co-workers. There's many levels of relationships, but the, the heart is all about that energy of relationship. So, yes, every seven years it switches over. Then the throat comes into play seven years after that, you know. Um, and as you mentioned, you know, speaking your truth, uh, yes. having a strong, dominant uh, way of expressing ourselves. We've been hunting around until then to establish ourselves so you know seven years on it's 28 isn't it yes and so the throat chakras becomes dominant at that point we're moving into our true adulthood our you know strength of character um and and on and on so um yes it's uh, it's very important to know which chakra is dominating your life at which which age I did not know that well wow and of course the it would be about feeling not just stagnant, but safe. Yes. If you've had any trauma, we've all had trauma. Everybody's had trauma. If you're any, if most of us, when you get to, I don't know, so let's just say 30 or 40 as a benchmark, everybody's gone through some stuff. Yeah. Uh, even if it's not um, horrific and hopefully it's not been for you, any of the listeners, yeah. but you yeah. still probably had breakups when you were young, when you were 15 or 16 in high school, uh, you've been through things. So you've grown, maybe you've lost a parent, maybe you've had a divorce. So that's actually trauma that actually hurts. And does that live in the chakra until you release it? Uh, Very often I find with my clients that if a chakra is locked, sometimes it's locked down on the energy of a trauma. Yes. And until I release uh, that emotional charge, the chakra will not open. So it can become complex. It could even be that it's uh, several traumas that are holding that chakra locked. It's not common for that to happen, but quite often there is one significant episode in somebody's life. There's a resident relationship that's set up. The chakra is vibrating in a bandwidth of resonance, which translates down to color and, by the way, sound as well because color is sound translated up several octaves it's the same there's a resonant relationship there and also with emotion so if the body and the system is carrying a vibrational frequency that is um, disharmonious then the chakra can get stuck it can get uh, to hold that stagnant energy so Yes, sometimes you've got to release the energy of the trauma before the chakra can resolve itself back to a harmonious state. And that's the beauty of some of the work that Ildiko does is that once, I mentioned this on the last podcast, but I'll mention it again, that once she releases it, it's gone. It's gone. So it doesn't come back. 
but your chakras can get stuck again with gunk because we're living and we're changing. Exactly. If you were never changing, yeah. then there's mm. probably you'd probably be either stuck all the way for every single chakra or you wouldn't be changing at all, which both of those things are bad. You're not, yeah. you're not uh, continuing on your evolution. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we were talking in the, the other podcast about how we eat color and uh, color is used in our energy system to balance up and harmonize. Well, chakras are actually um, balancing up systems as well. So they will let go of energy if you're overloaded. They will actually shut down temporarily so that your system doesn't blow a fuse. Yes. Or if you're not getting enough energy in, they will open up wider so that there's a, a bigger channel of information coming in and, and uh, energy coming into your system. So they're constantly, you know, doing this uh, job of, of just balancing out. Our entire system is a massive balancing out um, generating mechanism. We are so much level. more complex than people even know, even in 2020. That's right. And as healers, I just want to throw this out there. As a healer, when I am working with people and pulling their energy, their negative energetic vibrations out of them, a lot of times I have to make sure that I get it out of me. I don't, because oh, yeah. I can, I can take it in. And then that shuts my stuff, my system down. And then my aura will change, which I didn't yes. even realize, which Elico helped me with the other day. I'm so grateful. Um, but just, I'm just talking to the healers and the coaches out there. If you're an intuitive person, if you're a healer, if you're sensitive, you may pick up other people's junk even unknowingly. That's right. If you identify with somebody's uh, junk that you're working with, if you carry that vibration, we talked about this sympathetic resonance. Yes. As a healer, as a coach, um, you need to take yourself out of the equation when you are working with clients. It's very important because otherwise you will be affected. It's like you are a sponge. Yes. And you can get saturated with that energy from your client and then you carry that saturation and it can last days months years even if you're not aware of what's going on yes and how do they well we could have a whole conversation on that at another point but i'd love for you to get through so we started with the earth chakra yeah and yeah. then we went to the the root chakra and root what chakra. color is the root chakra is that so the root chakra is red. Red, okay. Red. And then we go on to the sacral chakra, which is located just under the navel, the belly button. Um, and that is the uh, sort of individuality chakra. So there are four themes that where the sacral chakra can show up in our lives. So that's money, power, sex, and control. Um, so if we have any issue with any of those four areas of our life the sacral chakra can can shut down and can stagnate well that about covers our whole life doesn't it <laughs> more or less more or less yeah <laughs> money sex power control yeah control <laughs> and and what color yeah. is this chakra orange orange okay yes it's orange um so it's a very powerful color orange if you think about it uh it's it's can be a difficult color to deal with you know it really carries a very high powerful vibration not high but a powerful vibration mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah so if i was feeling stuck this is a very common one i would think i would feel 
um, would I feel less than powerful? Would I feel disempowered, disenchanted, yes. very, yeah. um, maybe murky kind of is what I'm yeah. seeing in my head as to unsure of my direction. Correct. Let's just, uh, let's just touch on, um, for instance, narcissism where you are being affected by a narcissist who is draining your energy your life energy all the time because they are psychic vampires. Yes. Uh, your um, sacral chakra will probably be in serious trouble most of the time because they're taking your life force. They are draining that life force out of you yes. consistently. And also at the same time, making you or rather uh, changing, changing your reality uh, in your head because they are denying that things are happening, you know, the gaslighting. They're denying that they are doing things intentionally. We're back to intention again. Yes, yes. Uh, they're denying that they're doing things intentionally. They're, they're lying about it. They are changing your reality so that you get to a point where you don't know what to believe anymore. Now, that will utterly impact the sacral chakra. Yeah. Very interesting. I'm thinking because I, I know somebody who feels completely shut down right? and someone who is claiming they're a healer, but they're not, is taking all their energy. Right. Yeah. So Interesting. I would say, check how you feel about the color orange, yes. how you see it and how you feel about it. Um, I'd, I'd love to do a comparison, uh, you know, a psychological state comparison with what kind of colors people are either drawn to or repulsed by, uh, and to find out whether there's any sort of correlation, any theme or pattern coming up with those colors. Absolutely. And, fascinating. And, 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 and where it? they feel stuck, because once you can release yeah. that, what would mm -hmm. change and what would that look like? Mm -hmm. For instance, as we talked about in the last podcast yeah. if you hate the color yellow but if, yeah. you, if i had some trauma and you release that around that corresponding chakra would i look at yellow differently and i can answer that with yes you would um because that's you know what i deal with uh, a lot of the time with my clients is changing that state and releasing the disempowerment but it makes me wonder whether somebody for instance with narcissistic tendencies would keep away from orange it's a very interesting question, isn't wow. it? Wow. I never thought of it that way, but yes, absolutely. Because they wouldn't like empowering somebody else. And obviously on some level, they feel disempowered. Uh, so that whole uh, very subtle level, um, you know, transaction that's going on energetically yes. in the subatomic level, would that actually translate up to, oh, I don't like orange. I don't want to go anywhere near it. Yes, absolutely. That would be very interesting. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Next on your list of to-dos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or maybe somebody out there would be interested enough. I don't know, listeners. Yes. You know, do comment. Let us know. Uh, do you actually know somebody who has these kind of tendencies and you uh, you found that they don't like particular colors. It would be very interesting to hear from you what your experiences are. Yes, please do comment, like, and subscribe. We always ask you to do that, but definitely leave a comment or a question because these are topics that are very important. Then mm -hmm. uh, everyone has chakras and a lot, I think everyone gets stuck from time to time, but that's very yeah. interesting in talking about the colors 
um, mm -hmm. what you're drawn to, what you don't like, and if you know of a reason why, they're very interesting. Yeah, definitely. So moving on up, we, I already mentioned the solar plexus. This is the yellow that, you know, you were talking about. And so was I with that lady who said, absolutely, you know, <laughs> anyone near, but she, she ended up buying a yellow top after I actually retuned that uh, chakra for her. Um, so yellow is the seat of our emotions. It's where we experience fear, anxiety, that, you know, uh, butterfly in the stomach feeling, which you mentioned, and we'll come back to this, but, you know, uh, feeling anxious and excited can get mixed up in the mind for people. Uh, but they both reside in this center, the solar plexus. And it's, you know, solar plexus is, is sunshine. It's that big, bright light, you know, that kind of uh, central sun. So we can look at it in those terms that if you're, your light is being dimmed by something, uh, you're feeling anxious, you're feeling fearful, um, then your solar plexus may very well be the chakra that you need to address um, to bring that sunshine back into your life. Yes, absolutely. And that happens to everyone that I know. They're, they feel, that's why they always say, don't dim your light, don't dim your shine. That's right. Because sometimes right. no matter how much we try, we feel like we're not being we're not reaching the people that we want to reach and you may feel yes. like you just you're you're trying but it's just not getting out into the atmosphere and the people that you want to hear you absolutely and um at this point uh, i want to mention about sad or seasonal affective disorder yes which people can suffer from because they don't get enough sunlight during the winter months especially so one of the great tips uh, regarding how to raise your vibrations and raise your mood is to make sure number one that you get out and get some sunlight every day um, because it's creating your vitamin D and your, your mel um, melatonin uh, and, uh, you know, that's, a, that's a, um, a chemical in your body that is helping with the serotonin levels as well, the feel-good hormones to, you know, secrete properly. But also, if you don't live somewhere where you have a lot of uh, sunlight, get yourself a daylight lamp. Yes. Uh, I'm actually, uh, because here in the UK now, it's dark outside. You can probably see out the window, it's dark. Yes. Ever, it looks like I'm in the daylight. Now, why is that? That's because I have a great big daylight lamp that is sitting in front of me. Yes. That is providing the light. And when I used to live in London, um, and I used to work in an office, I would go to work in the dark and come to back home in the dark. So what I found was I was starting to suffer from SAD and that's when I got this lamp because it tricked my mind into believing that there was an extra hour of daylight and that I had been in the sun. So, you know, that's a suggestion to check out whether we maybe we can put some links in for the listeners about where they could find some of these uh, products. Yes, um, absolutely. And so, you know, it's uh, really, really important to make sure that, you know, your eyes are receiving the light, your brain is receiving the light vibration so that it's creating the serotonin, the feel good hormones so that you feel better. Yes, I know that I had that when I lived in Connecticut because I was so in the winter months, as you said, you get up, it's dark, you go to bed, it's dark, you come home, it's dark. 
Um, and I know from just not being in this, I always used to say I, before I knew it was a thing, I feel like Mm -hmm. a plant. Like if I'm not getting enough sun, I just feel like I'm wilting and droopy and Yes, it's hard. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. it, it yep. is. So, you know, that will affect the um, the solar plexus, and um, it's just really important to also to take care of our stress levels. Yes, um, yes, you know, absolutely. No, you can feel much more vulnerable to stress, and we are going to do a theme about stress and our top tips about that too, from a consciousness uh, point of view. Um, in further episodes, but just touching on it, you know, it's really important to take care of your stress levels. Um, so yeah, that's solar plexus. Um, and then if we move on up, uh, the heart chakra is the next one, which is green. Yes. And green is about um, nature. So our heart is connected into nature. It's that vibrational state of chlorophyll. You know, chlorophyll is what plants create. Um, the reason that we see things as green is because of the, the filter um, filters out red. So that's why we see plants as green, because the red energy vibration has dropped away. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And green is, uh, of course, it's a very healing color. Yes. Uh, so connected into our heart vibration. Um, it's to do with, as I mentioned before, our relationships. So this comes uh, and brings in the love vibration. You know, we can, um, we'll talk about sound as well um, in uh, future episodes, but I just want to touch on the solfeggio frequencies, which are the healing frequencies. Um, the, the, uh, the, the scale of notes that, uh, our Western world listens to is actually out of balance and sync. It's not healing. It was changed in World War II, but we will talk about that as well in future episodes. But uh, suffice to say that um, 528 hertz is the vibrational frequency that is linked to the heart, to DNA reactivation to uh, manifestation of miracles. And that's because when we put our heart into something, that's when we're putting this powerful energy in. We're passionate about something, creating something, you know. And so that passion, that love of something, that powerful energy comes from the the heart um, and that's associated with green. Wow. I'm just writing something down because... When you say, I'm putting my heart into it, right? I'm putting my heart and soul into it. And most people yes. who have their own business, that's what they're doing. You're, yes. Especially if you're intuitive, especially if you're a healer of any kind or, or creative, you're putting your heart into it. Yes. And I'm all about reconnecting your heart. So it's so interesting that it's green, which I find one of the most healing color. I love green. Yes. It's healing. Yes. I just, I'm so drawn to it for so probably that reason. And the yeah. heart is so connected to it. That's amazing. Yeah. It's... Um, it's just such a beautiful color. You know, when you, when you look at, certainly when I look at green, I'm just filled with this feeling of uh, that growth that comes with, you know, when you get those first leaves that come out in the spring and they're, they're that almost intense acid green, you know, when the sun shines through the leaves, it's, it's so powerful and energizing and invigorating. Yes. 
So, you know, surround yourself with greens. Uh, yes. Bring green into your environment. Yes, yes. That's why you should always bring plants in or anything and wear yes. green colors. And, but green is very, very loving and soothing. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Um, again, in further episodes, we'll really be unpacking the heart and the fact that we know very little or have known very little about the truth about the heart. So we want to reveal the truth and how your heart is far, far more important than you could ever have imagined. Yes. Um, and we'll look at uh, the work of um, the Heart Math Institute yes. and other organizations that are uh, coming up with the most incredible research. But yes. that's for another episode. So yes. that's the heart chakra. Now we're moving off body. We're moving out a foot in front of the heart chakra. And this is the universal heart chakra. This is one of those off-body energy centers that you can't see, but uh, becomes very powerful because it's all about compassion. It's your compassion center. It's where your heart goes out to others. And it resonates with a color that is not in our vibrational um, spectrum that we can see. But the closest approximation is pink. It's okay. like a deep pink. So this center, this heart, this uh, chakra, the universal heart chakra, is one of those chakras that came online through the work that I did um, with clients. And one day it revealed itself. So this really uh, can get locked down when you experience compassion fatigue. So a lot of healers and therapists can suffer from this specifically. Um, also, if you're listening every day to the soul-sapping um, news, the um, sensationalism that is brought into the news and the traumatization that happens when we are listening to uh, the news items, um, when you get bad news consistently, your system doesn't get, have a chance to recover. Now, this is very important for people who are listening to our podcast. Think about it. If you are constantly in a state of trauma and um, feeling low and you get no respite from it, you will end up sinking down um, into an absolute mire of depression and feeling that there is nothing good in this world or this life. Um, and this is what a lot of people are suffering from. And I have to say that what the media are doing is having a direct effect on people's health in general. It's the population that is being affected on a daily basis. Um, so from my perspective, you can end up with compassion fatigue when you've heard too much bad news. And that's when this chakra locks down mm. and the compassion levels drop because we can't cope with overload. So it's important to get that chakra working again so that we can be compassionate to ourselves as well as others and not be completely overwhelmed by what people are creating for us to hear out there a hundred percent i agree with that and i uh as you know we do not talk politics no. on the show no 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 um 
and Ildiko doesn't watch the news, and I have right. um, shut off all the news of uh, political news. I, I, I like to be aware of what's happening in the world, but there is actual, in my perspective, my thoughts are there has, there's actual hate going out from your TV into, it goes right into your living room and yeah. it affects every single one of you. You may not realize it, but it'd be interesting to watch how at the start of a program, you might be feeling great with your partner yeah. and then halfway through you're arguing with each other. Gee, yeah. I wonder why that is. It's, yeah. it's not, it's beyond negative. It's actually hate from what I've been seeing. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's something that we should all be aware of. And as she said, you, it, you've got to have your cup full to give to others. You can't uh, be empty to give yeah. compassion to someone else if you don't even have compassion to give to yourself. Yes, that's right. Your cup is being drained all the time. Uh, if you're starting your day, getting up, it's a beautiful day. You look out, you go down, you pop the news on, and within five minutes, you feel like the, you know, the world is going to hell in a handbasket. Yes, um, yes. This is what's happening. And there's this addiction to news as well. Because um, the mind is always looking for where the threat to your survival is coming from. If the threat to your survival seems to be coming from things that are happening around the world, then your mind will get acclimatized to that level. So it becomes a habit and, a, and an addiction for some people. Mm. Yeah. Yes, so as I, Julie I can said, yes. as Julie said, yeah. uh, I haven't had a TV for 10 years now and I don't listen to the news. I haven't done that. For, that's a personal choice. But because um, I'm very aware as a master of energy, what is happening energetically. And uh, so it's something to consider. We're not saying do this or do that, but it's something to consider when you make your informed choices about how you want to live your life. But the um, universal heart chakra seems to be shutting down, you know, very much with people that I've worked with and it needs to be opened up again so it's this this deep pink color that is the the, the closest approximation mm. um that that vibration is at um we also have another heart associated chakra which is found another foot out from the heart chakra and this is the transcendental heart chakra now oh. this is the one that is moving us into the fifth dimensional way of living it's a beautiful chakra. It vibrates with uh, the platinum ray. Um, again, you can't find this physically because it's a vibration that is outside of our human level experience from the point of view of what we can see. Um, it is the pure vibration of love. That's the closest thing I can say to you, that it is just the pure vibration um, of love that is the, the most powerful force in our world and in the universe because it's the creator energy, right? Love is the creator energy. Um, so there's not really much more I can say to you about it because it's a very new center that has come online. It, uh, I've been working with it for about the last two, three years with clients but it is very powerful indeed. Um, so it's really shifting us, shifting our focus to living our lives through that love energy and getting away from the ego mind state, um, which is what 
living in the fifth dimensional uh, energy is a lot about, which is not the mind state anymore. So again, we'll talk much more about, well, what does that look like? How can you experience it? All of those things in future episodes. But yes. here I just want to touch on what I know about this chakra because um, uh, I don't know what I don't know and I can't have an opinion of what I don't know about. <laughs> yes. So I'm only going by the experience that I've had that I do know that it's a very, very powerful transformative energy center. So I'm wondering, this is the first time I've ever heard about it, uh, wondering, and especially since I'm so in tune with the heart and that's my whole wow. practice, mm -hmm. hearts for animals, hearts for people, reconnection, we're all one. I'm wondering if this chakra is the one when you feel disconnected from spirit, from source, that that's affected. So... Um in, in some terms, yes, but we've got some other chakras that are off-body that are more to do with that disconnection from, you know, your spiritual dimension or oh. your, oh. you know, yourself. Yes. Oh, yes. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So when we, when we come back into the body, the next chakra is the throat chakra, which we've already touched on. It's about uh, speaking your truth expressing yourself obviously the voice the the power that the voice carries comes from the way that we feel about ourselves our mood our voice actually changes dependent on whether we believe something or not you can tell if somebody believes something whether they're telling the truth from their voice vibration um, if you really listen closely and you're listening to how they're saying things rather than what they're saying you can tell uh, if they believe what they're saying or not. Uh, so it's about self-expression. Um, it's about how we express ourselves in this world as well. So and what color is it? Blue. Blue. It's that beautiful, uh, when you look up at the sky, that beautiful blue of a, a summer's day. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Very expansive. And that could be why yeah. you don't feel like you're speaking your truth. Yeah. Or you've perhaps always been um, a people pleaser and always said, you know, I'm going yeah. to do, I'm living for my parents' dream yes. of what they want me to be, which I went through personally. Right. Um, and that can really shut, shut you down because you feel stuck and you feel like you can't yeah. express yourself. Absolutely. There are many ways that we feel that we are restricted in expressing ourselves. Um, it can be because uh, somebody is uh, in our lives is uh, trying to dominate mm -hmm. our expressiveness. Yes, uh, it, it happens often that that's the way you know it's it's uh, it's showing up. Um, whether you are expressing yourself by speaking or singing. Um, I would highly suggest that if you're feeling that uh, you've got some sort of block, which might come up as constant coughing or sore throats, or just feeling like something's stuck in your throat, that's a direct indication that you've got something going on with your expressiveness in your throat chakra. Um, I would say that uh, it's really great to, to do something like, like singing to help get your expressiveness out there. Yes, yes. And, um, and couple that with 
raising your energy by jumping around and just doing something fun. Don't think yeah. about anything except for having, a, a, you know, mm. just being in the moment, having a good time, raising your vibration, but you don't have to make it so serious, right? Sometimes yeah. we make life so serious just by raising, That's just right. by singing. I always love music and I always have to sing in the car like a crazy person, <laughs> but it helps me. And it yeah. can, and sometimes that's the only thing that can get you out of that feeling of feeling low. It's, it's so, it's so important. And, uh, I'll just touch on it again with regards to the, um, connection between sound and the chakras. So each of the chakras has got a sound, a tone that, uh, will, you know, activate and, and resonate with it. But when it comes to the throat chakra, if you're actually singing, you can be activating your throat chakra because of the vibrations that you're, um your vocal cords are creating oh wow i didn't know that yeah wow yeah so it's uh it's important to uh be aware consciously what is happening within your body and that's getting back to you know being in the now yes being aware energy aware uh, aware of yourself consciously yes. aware of what's going on with you yes yes absolutely mm -hmm. so that's the throat chakra that's the and then we chakra, have one more. Is it the, or maybe more? Third we've eye. got uh, we've got a few more. So we've got the third eye, which is our intuitive center, which is indigo. It's yeah. that beautiful deep midnight blue that we both love so much. Love don't that. We? Yeah, the starry sky. You know that gorgeous deepness. Um, so this is your intuitive center, and if you think about the color indigo, it's this incredible, expansive, infinity feeling that you get with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if it's, uh, if it's blocked or locked, you won't be able to connect in with your intuition. You'll have a problem with uh, having that, you know, that um, sort of sixth sense, that gut instinct, if you like, or just knowing something without knowing why you know it. Because of course your mind will jump in and go, oh, I want control of this. <laughs> always, always, always. Be, always, beware, beware. The mind is always yeah, trying to take control, the ego that's mind. Right. <laughs> so um, it's just knowing something as a deep bone knowledge. Um, and if that's not happening for you, you've got some sort of block with that, then it's likely that your third eye is actually blocked. Um, or, or locked down, maybe on something that's happened in the past that it just can't get through, you know, can't clear that energy, stagnant energy. So that's the third eye. And then we've got another intuitive center, which is a foot out from the third eye. And this is the cosmic third eye. This is how I called it, the cosmic third eye. Yeah. Um, so this is your spiritual intuition. So this is the first level at which you can get blocked spiritually. Um, it sort of translates up into everyday things becoming more, you know, you interpreting them more in a spiritual way. Um, so it could mean that, um, you know, if you're working with angelic um, beings, for instance, as a lot of people do, um, you're not quite connecting in on that level with that, that energy. There's something there that's not quite, allowing you to do that so that's the cosmic third eye and it resonates closest approximation of a color is uh, lavender lavender right yep mm -hmm. i'm familiar with that okay right yeah so moving on up we've got the crown chakra so the top of the head is associated with violet 
um, it's that spiritual color and it's really our first connection up from the head up to uh, the more um, spiritual and higher consciousness levels that we can um, access and um, this is the uh, thousand petaled chakra as the uh, the, the yogis um, termed it um, what does that mean thousand petal chakra what does that mean thousand petaled so um, it means that it's a very very complex uh, structure so uh, again in future episodes I want to talk about cymatics how sound translates into physical reality and how we can see the patterns of what sound actually makes in physical terms but they discovered that this vibration that goes with the the crown chakra looks like a thousand petaled lotus because it's very complex and so it's um very high frequency it's our it's our first level connection into our spiritual nature okay um and uh we talked about when we're talking about color we're talking about the fact that um the uh christian religion um the the vestments of the uh the the priests and uh the the higher level um um ministers in the in the religious uh, orders uh would wear this uh deep purple and also it used to be associated with kings with royalty, royalty. that's what i was just going to say yeah yep. in fact at one point you could be severely punished if you wore purple because it was not of your rank and it became very very expensive the the purple that they used was very expensive because it came from the murex shell um it's a a mollusk that they used to boil up and it would uh, release this purple dye so there were only certain places in the world certain islands I, i don't even know where now um but that was where they harvested these shells from and um, they created the dye. Mm. So the cloth that was dyed with that purple was extremely expensive. So it was only people in the you know, royalty that could afford wearing the purple. Wow. Mm. Wow. I knew it was associated with royal. Royal mm. colors are very often purple and have been for many, yes. many centuries. That's yes. right. And that's because it's this vibration. It's the spiritual vibration. Yes. The violet. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And we'll get into on other podcasts, we'll get into sound. I think that's very important that I've never heard anybody talk about on a podcast that I think that we'll get into how it vibrates and how it heals and how certain sounds may affect you, but that's a whole other discussion. But. Absolutely. So we're left with two more chakras. The next one is your halo chakra, which is a foot above your head. Now, uh, you may be aware of um, religious um, depictions of the saints, for instance, um, or Jesus Christ with the golden halo. Yes. Well, we all have one. We all have one. (laughs) And so the halo chakra is gold. And it's this beautiful spiritual vibrational energy which takes us into a state where we start to feel connected in with everything. We start to feel that we are not just cause and effect, um, but there's a, a much wider relevance to why we're here, 
you know, our, our role here, uh, our spiritual purpose, um, getting further and further from the ego mind state. Uh, so it's a, it's a very important uh, chakra. Again, if it's locked, you will not be able to connect in. There will be some block to your spiritual dimension, the way that you experience yourself. And the final chakra is the soul star. Now that is located two feet above your head. And that is just pure spiritual energy. If you are focusing on the soul star, which is the white, it's that uh, encompassing, we were talking about the prism and the fact that white is every single color in the spectrum. Yes. Um, so this distillation. So in a way, it's like spiritual distillation, the higher realms of consciousness that we can access where we feel that no matter what happens, we're going to be okay. We know we will be okay. There are no problems. There is no division. There's no duality. There's no, you know, black and white just one and this is much more moving into this fifth dimensional way of living yes and i i'm thinking i keep getting diamond like the diamond sparkling right. with all the colors in it mm -hmm. that's what i keep yeah. thinking about and seeing yeah so it's an utterly beautiful energy to to feel into um and wow. that's the 13th that's the, wow. the final chakra in the system so all these chakras every one of us has yes and they can become blocked but that this is their job is to flow the energy and then each one has they're very very intricate each single one they are but Absolutely. you can imagine imagine they're all in alignment so if you are out of alignment one of those is blocked or more than one is blocked then the other ones are kind of on their own and they're not able to get the energy from the lower ones or from the top down they work from top down right. and and bottom up, correct? That's Both right. Ways. Really, our heart is the center of our energy system because it actually is creates the most powerful energy. But again, we'll we will be discussing that. So the thing to notice, there are these 13 chakras that obviously I work with and I know about, but there are many, many more energy centers within our entire energy field. It's a very, very complex system. So these these energy centers are working with us all the time. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, we have gone over today, but we wanted to make sure that we got in all the chakras. This is kind of yeah. just a, a, a baseline, oh, an introduction for yeah. you to understand the chakras and how they work. And, and Iliko has been kind enough to give us some extra chakras that I didn't know that we had, but it's really cool the what they do, how they work, and uh, the spectrum of the color associated with them, the sound associated with them, and the vibration associated with them. And I guess the biggest thing is you, we're not asking you to memorize these. If you want to, certainly we can probably uh, link something down below. But it's yeah. interesting just to give you the information that you do have chakras and that if you feel blocked in any of those areas, that's why, you know, this throat, I'll go back to the throat one if you feel stuck about. Uh, sharing your truth of who you are or feeling powerful or powerless that's where there could be an area where you feel stuck but at least it gives you an introduction to just the baseline of all the chakras 
Yeah, absolutely. And actually, uh, what uh, we're going to offer today is um, I'm going to put together a, like a chakra cheat sheet yeah. <laughs> um, that you can actually download uh, from us. We'll, we'll put the um, link in for you. Uh, so you just need to uh, let us know where to send it, your email address, and uh, we'll just send that to you so you can use that, you know, pin it up, um, you know, on your wall and uh, you can have a, just like a very quick reference point um, to just check in, you know, what might be going on with you on a daily basis. Yes. I love that. I love that. And as always, don't forget to share and like and subscribe. Tell everyone you know about the podcast. We hope that you love it. Ask us questions, leave a question, leave a comment, DM us if you want more information. And we will certainly have the links below to both of our websites, to our offerings, how you can work with us further, because this is what we're doing is helping you become a more conscious and elevated and ascended person. You are a divine being in, in light and wrapped in these wonderful energetic waves of just there's so much brilliance in you uh, that we don't even know yeah. about. We're just tapping in the surface, really, to be honest with you. But thank you for being here. We're so glad that you're here. Thank you so much, Ildiko, for being here. Yes, thank you so much for being with us. Um, and as Julie says, you, you're all amazing, absolutely incredible. And uh, we want to help you connect deeply in with your magnificence. So thank you so much for being with us. We're so grateful that you are listening and sharing all of this information as we are sharing it with you. And we'll see you next time. Take good care of yourselves. Take care. Thank you. We would like to take your hand and step into this year in a different, empowered way that no one is discussing. We invite you to come with us on this journey to show you a different way of being, to get to the deep truth of things, instead of having another year of ups and downs with the same patterns. In essence, we are going to help set you up for success. We have a SMART two-part experience just for the listeners. And the SMART experience is an acronym for, the S is for simplicity, the M is for motivation, the A is for action, the R is for reconnection and the T is for transformation. And we are offering an expansive experience first with Ildiko, who will remove blockages with energy. And then Julie, who will introduce the light language to infuse you with light, clarity and positive purpose. So this is a large transformation in not only how you'll feel energetically, but also how you will experience and view the world and opportunities that are open to you. Um, and this will be a session with each of us individually. If you'd like more information, please click the link and don't forget to like, subscribe and share the podcast.